Good morning. Okay, here we are. So welcome to Energy Works. Um, today we're talking about it's all in the balance. And um, of late I've been very busy and it hasn't been very balanced. <laughs> so I figured I'd need this as much as anyone else. So I hope you don't mind me indulging. So today uh, I thought about some of the things that might help us to be balanced and, um, you know, it's probably some of the things I usually bang on about, but they probably could do as a reminder. And um, I had a session myself yesterday. Oh, thank you for the hearts. And we were talking about, um, you know, the, the place that we have to, to have peace and quiet, I guess. And so sometimes that's actual place to go or sometimes it's a place that you can go to in your mind. So for me, sometimes it just has to be in my mind. So in my head, there is a, a room in at the back of our house, which doesn't exist, which is glass. And in that glass room, the sun can shine in and, um, you know, I can sit there and be quiet. But um, yesterday, um, we were talking about that um, not only should I just sit quietly there, but sometimes to have the balance you need movement so she said she wanted me to take my dancing shoes my dancing shoes and some music in there and to dance along because she said you know the yin and the yang is sometimes we to have stillness we need movement and to move our body it helps us to be still inside so it's kind of like a almost a contradiction but you can see also how that would work so it's important I think for us to um to have that joyful movement and to also have the time of stillness. And, you know, sometimes it's having a little power nap. And I've had quite a few um, classes at distance to drive back from and some nights I was so tired I didn't know how I was going to drive home and luckily I had someone with me to keep me awake each time. There was one time that I was so tired that we, I just had to stop and have a little nap. And I think it was only five minutes, but it was enough to help me to be able to drive home without being sleepy again. And so sometimes I think um, we do have to surrender and actually sit down and have a rest. Now, for me, that's really difficult. And, um, you know, sometimes the things that stop us from being able to... uh, Somebody texted, they're taking me for a walk. How kind. (laughs) Thank you. So sometimes we have to, uh, you know surrender to to the tiredness or whatever and even if it's just for a few minutes I think that makes all the difference and even um, you know it was suggested to me so for my my trigger is glass house you know if I think about glass house and that reminds me that I need to go and you know at least mentally sit in that room or spiritually sit in that room and be a bit still and so she suggested that I talk to my husband and get him to remind me and, uh, you know, put little post-it notes around reminding me of um, of Glass House. And so I think, you know, each of us need to have those little triggers that we use to remind us to take that moment of stillness and, um, you know, to have a time out. I think for me to also to pray is to... Uh, also connect me and to help me to remember to be grateful. You know, I, I think uh, sometimes we can be really engrossed in our life and the difficult parts and, you know, what we don't like. And if we can be 
grateful for what we do have, that helps put us in a better situation. And I think times when we see other people's lives that are really difficult, then it makes us feel so grateful for what we have and all that we enjoy and the opportunities that are ours because we do have many opportunities. And even though sometimes we wish we had more peace or more quiet, we can choose. And I think like in our day... You know, you, you only had so many parties or things that you could do. But in our children's day now, there are so many opportunities to do things that it's crazy. And um, we we have to learn to say no and to filter out what's most important. Uh, for me too, that can involve um, loyalty. So feeling that I'm loyal to the people that I'm friendly with and loyal to the people who are that I'm close to and if I commit to something I really like to carry that out I don't want to you know let people down so you know working out what we can commit to and what we can't commit to and the other night we had um, we to have haircuts and so some friends good friends great hairdresser they come around for dinner and do haircuts but um, you know my kids had things on and exams and whatever so we, we decided to cancel that now for me to cancel that was really hard so I don't know if you'll like that, but learning to have that ability to work out what really is the most important thing because I think often we get lost in, you know, like there's the good, the better and the best and we can be in the good and not necessarily the better or the best. And so really, you know, trying to focus in on what is really the best thing to be doing can be tricky. I wouldn't say I've mastered that one at all. So... How does your balance look? Like how how would you feel that balance um, could see or feel or smell like even or, you know, sound like? Sometimes, like my children learn the piano, not always are they practicing, but it, to hear piano music in my home is really uplifting to me. And uh, one of my sons in particular likes to play some music and if he starts playing, I want to go and sing. So those sort of things to me are very uplifting. And so to have music in my home to me is uplifting and soothing and helps me to feel more balanced. And I think even the action of singing, so opening your throat, you know, speaking up, that, I think that's important. Um, for me, um, there have, it, it's been, um, there have been a lot of issues around my throat and around speaking and, you know, being scared to speak and being scared to say what I feel is important. So being able to do that has really um, been an adventure and I've had to do a lot of work on that. Um, you know, I have friends that encourage me all the time and, you know, even then I still doubt myself and even, you know, when when more than one person says the same thing to you, then you start to listen a little bit. So, you know, sometimes we need to interact with our friends and ask them, is this okay? Am I doing that all right? And, you know, get some feedback. Because um, often we think that everything we do is not doing well. But if we can get some feedback, you know, that, yes, that you're doing that well, maybe you could do this better, that encourages you to keep trying and to feel that you are making some headway. I think the worst critic, of course, we have is in our head. And the critic is always letting us know where we're failing, sometimes even when we're not. And so learning to balance what the critic in our head says 
and what is really true and in our hearts. And so I think that's where the stillness and the, you know, the glass house for me come in, where you can tune back into your heart and hear what you should be doing and where, where you should be at that time. And, um, a lot of time I think I've operated out of should rather than what do I feel, really feel is right. And, um, should is a very disabling place to be because we're living our life on other people's terms then. And, and you know, other people may have good suggestions and have good intentions for us, but they don't really know how we feel inside and they don't really know exactly what drives us. So learning to be doing what you really feel called to do and doing where, doing where your heart, doing what your heart leads you to. This uh, following your heart, it, it's a scary business. You know, it's not what we were taught at school. Sometimes it's not what we were taught at home. We were taught to be obedient and, you know, to do what our parents tell us or, you know, our leaders tell us. And for the most part, they have good intentions, but sometimes that's not what's right for us. Sometimes some people are so obsessed with doing the right thing that they need to have a little bit of a rebel, not necessarily do bad things to themselves, but to break out of the normal to be able to be free to be themselves. While you're the parent of a person that does that, it's really scary. And, you know, you wish for them to get back on the safe path that you can control. But ultimately, each of us have to take control of our own lives and we we wish to enable our children to make those good good calls um, out of practice and out of knowing what to do and even, you know, sometimes we have to let them fall. It's scary but um, it's good to um, allow them that situation while they are still in our care. So sometimes the balance is about, um, you know, getting to bed early or sometimes it's about, you know, staying up chatting late with someone or a family member or a friend, you know, that you really enjoy connecting to. But having that balance, you know, sometimes we're, you know, up and flying really hard and fast and other times we're relaxing, quiet at home, you know, chilling in the lounge, maybe watching a bit of TV. But having that balance is often a tricky thing to negotiate. And so, you know, there will be times that we get it wrong. And, uh, you know, not to beat ourselves up when we get it wrong, but just to keep trying and striving again to have that better balance. So, just checking if there's any questions in here. Yes. All right, so this is a question that's putting in here. It says, uh, what do you suggest to do when normally you're good at moving forward no matter what is going on and you get to the point that it feels like nothing works? Nothing is working even though I try to balance my life. Good question. So... Are we going to clear some energy on this? All right, so what comes up here is the sixth chakra. So the sixth chakra, sixth chakra, uh, is about, you know, following your intuition and uh, trusting, you know, that what you're doing is the right thing. Sometimes, you know, when we have to move a mountain, it doesn't seem like it's moving at the time. And even just to keep our intention on moving that mountain is really important and to keep the focus on where we're going or on the desired outcome. I think that desperation that we get when we're stuck is great incentive to pray and meditate on a, on a deeper level to ask for greater answers. And I think that 
intensity of need really helps our spirit to be stronger. And of course we can use fasting as well. I think fasting suppresses our body and helps our spirit to be stronger and to connect to the light. So using that in times of decision making, feeling stuck, you know, having problems that you don't know how to handle, I think is very powerful. Okay, I replace all negativity surrounding others and myself with positive energy. I almost want to see you, I don't know if you've ever jump-started a car, but you've got to put the positive to the positive and the negative to the negative. In this case, we're not going to jump-start the car, but I want you to take the negative one off and just leave the positive one on in your head so that you can have that positive going in. And once you feel the positive going in, you can reconnect the negative so you have that balance and that yin and yang. All right, now what's also coming up here is structure. So now I'm talking about the structure of your body here. So all the wiring to our organs and our glands and our muscles all comes through our, our cranial nerves and through our spine and through our brain. And so it's important that the structure surrounding our brain and our nerves is correct. When the structure is incorrect, then we're not getting a good signal and the, it doesn't work well. So if you've ever had um, a light switch that's a little bit faulty, Sometimes when you turn on the light, it might fizz or crackle or the light flickers a little. Then we don't have a good connection. And so, so it is when our, in our, when our body is not aligned that we don't have a good connection with our nervous system and with the outside world. Okay, so something out in the level of C5, which is in the cervical spine. So it's around the, like the lower half of your neck. And this particular segment is often the sugar circuit as well. And so, uh, you know, when we eat things that aren't good or drink things that aren't good, that, that circuit can blow. So sometimes we just need to reset it. You could do it energetically, but also sometimes an adjustment is physically needed. So in this case, we can do it energetically. Okay, and there's also something in the timeline, page 15. Okay, so that's pretty much that. So I replace all negative, negativity surrounding others and myself with positive energy. That's strong now. And let's put in the questimation there. When we use questimation, it's like helping our brain to look at why are we good at this thing that we're struggling with. So let's put in why am I so good at moving forward even when I feel really stuck. Okay. And also age 18 comes up here. Good. So that's strong now. Okay. Now, there's also a generational component here from Dad. All right, and so in this case, either I think it's your husband's dad. And this feeling of being really annoyed that's stuck in the genes. And let's put an affirmation in, I easily cooperate with those around me. I understand the motive of those around me. Because if we can understand the motives of someone around us, that are good, then we don't feel so angry with them if we know that they're you know, trying to do good, even if they're going about it the wrong way. If we can understand that their intention is good, we can be more tolerant, I think, if that's the right way to say it. And let's also add in here, why is my life so balanced? Okay, that's strong now. And we're going into the chakras now. Again, uh, chakra 10. Okay. All right, this is about living your life's purpose. 
and experiencing and incorporating the entirety of life's experiences, the good, the bad and the ugly. And I think often we want everything to go smoothly and be really nice and not have any challenges, which would be ideal, but then we wouldn't grow. And so it's nice to have those little breaks from time to time, but it's awful if um, if we don't grow. This is about not only like fulfilling your purpose, but enjoying um, and having, as um, they seeing the value in fulfilling your purpose but rejoicing the reverence of every experience. So even the difficult, nasty experiences still bring us learning and growth. And if we can step out of the fear and the pain of it, then often, and sometimes this has to happen a little after, we can see the growth that has come through this difficult situation. All right, and we're going back into the seventh chakra now. And mental disorders can come in here as well. Okay, I'm in harmony with the universe. And this has also got a generational component. I'm dad's side. Dad's dad. And the feeling that's stuck in the genes there too is gold. So gold's like, oh, how dare you? How could you do that? And also a bit of sadness is stuck there as well. Okay, so why is my life so balanced? That's nice and strong. Now... Some of the things that can contribute to us being out of balance are not only the emotional things that we feel and the difficulties in life, but sometimes there are um, physical aspects of our body that prevent us from feeling um, balanced and calm and peaceful. So there's a book that I had. It's called uh, Good News for the Alphabet Kids and... He talks about some of the the toxic metals and what they do. Things that are like things that can interfere with your your um, cognitive ability are things like arsenic, lead, mercury. Uneven performances comes up copper and lead. Poor concentration, ADHD comes up with aluminium and lead. Poor memories, aluminium and lead. Difficulties understanding abstract ideas, difficulty carrying out complex commands, are, you know, these heavy metals. Dementia, pre-senile and senile dementia is aluminium. Stupor is aluminium and arsenic. Impaired reaction time, lower performance on time tests is lead. So it's interesting to see, you know, how like the different, like flapping, circling, rocking, toe walking comes up with mercury. So many of these um, behaviours and, you know, physiological impairments can be connected to toxic metals that are um, trapped in the body. So there's a number of ways that we can um, get rid of these toxic metals. So, uh, for example, you could use uh, essential oils, like there's a detoxification blend, or you could use cilantro or lemon or lemongrass, the things that might help detoxify your your body. Um, I had a friend that's Thai, and um, we had her hair mineral analysis done. She basically lived in the country, except for the last few years she lived in Bangkok, and I've never seen so many toxic metals in a person. And so these toxic metals cause problems. And, you know, whatever toxic metals we have, when we have children, the, these toxic metals cost the placenta and our children have what we have. So um, detoxifying your body, especially before you want to have a baby, is a really important thing to do. 
So these toxic metals you could also use uh, what they call footsies, which are like pads that you stick to the bottom of your feet at night that help draw the metals out. You know, juicing, bone broth. Uh, it's a lot of a lot of um, information coming out about bone broth now, saying how we like doing a juice fast, but helping still maintain the the muscle mass in your body. So there's lots of ways to go about detoxifying, but being aware that that needs to happen is important. Like, you know, fasting is a good way too. So even like, you know, we fast once a month. I think that's a good thing to do. Other cultures have, uh, you know, fasting at different times of year. So I think these are all good things that help our body to detoxify. So also if we talk in terms of um, physical body too, if we're missing certain nutrients, then that can also interfere with our balance. So the most common deficiencies would have to be magnesium deficiency and zinc deficiency are the most common and iron would probably come next. And people that have sugar cravings, you know, often chromium comes up or also the zinc. So making sure that we have, you know, good nutrients in our body um, is important. And there are times that we need extra you know, nutrients if we're particularly stressed or we've been sweating a lot or, you know, different uh, problems. So in, there was a band that lectured to us called Igor Trebrizian and he talked about mercury and he said uh, to contain one molecule of mercury you need a thousand molecules of zinc. So in, in Australia our zinc, our soil is zinc deficient and selenium deficient. And they're often two minerals that your body uses to help deal with these toxic metals. So if we are deficient, sometimes, um, you know, we are unable to protect our body from these toxins. So also I think you'd have to mention that um, your omega-3s are very important and having the right balance between your omega-3s and omega-6s. And the omega-3s are good fats that would help your brain to be calmer and more peaceful. So, you know, making sure that we have these good omegas in our diet to help the, you know, the inflammation in our body to be reduced. And inflammation can occur in all aspects of our body. The other thing which would be also important are allergies. So a lot of people have allergies to foods and to sometimes to environmental things such as, you know, molds and grass and pollens and weeds and things like that. A lot of those things are connected to how our body processes our foods and our fats and whether our body can break down proteins properly. So again, having the stomach working adequately can contribute to these problems. And you know, once we've got into this inflammatory state, gut repair is probably one of the most important things to happen. And for us to be happy, our gut has to be working properly. Okay, so we want to go a little bit more into the chakras here, chakra one. So chakra one is about our base, you know, where we belong in the family, our survival, our safety, our security, our boundaries. Um, my survival is certain. I work calmly and steadily within my limits. I easily start and complete all my endeavours. And there's someone in the Facebook group posted something. I'll just check that. Hang on. Um, was about yes. Um, someone included temper. So Salent and someone else suggested family and me time balance. All right. So so let's put in there. I easily take great care of myself while balancing my family duties. 
Uh, and it's also put in there, I, it's okay for me to acknowledge what annoys me and why it annoys me without losing the plot. Okay, so let's check. So they're all strong now. My survival is certain. I work calmly and steadily within my limits. And I easily start and complete all of my endeavours. I easily take great care of myself while balancing my family, regardless of what's going on. It's okay for me to acknowledge what annoys me without, and why it annoys me, without losing the plot. Great. All right, a little bit more generational stuff here. Dad's dad and feeling gold. And gold is with other people here. And I'm easily respected comes up here as well. Okay, and a little bit more stuff with Dad himself. Um, feeling stifled, uh, so it's like we can't breathe almost because there's so much, much going on or so much pressure that we don't feel that we can, uh, we don't feel we can get done what we need to or we can't even take a deep breath. And um, I think that's, if I talk about breathing as well, sometimes we get engrossed in just breathing shallowly and I know I do that a lot and forgetting to breathe into my belly. And that also comes up as generational on mum's side. And, you know, there have been situations in our life probably where we were frightened to breathe, you know. Families that have been through wars or depressions or, um, you know, being a refugee or being, you know, having to move um, homes or states or continents or, you know, any of those great disruptions in life can um, cause us to get out of balance and also cause us to feel that we're it's not safe to breathe. Now, eighth chakra is coming up. It's just about being connected to the ground. All right, I love and respect the earth and every living creature on it. So my son has a dog called Zelda. And even though at the beginning we, we weren't too happy about having a dog, and yes, there's been some casualties, like glasses one time. And, uh, you know, of course, added peas and poos all over the place. Not so bad now, but, you know, eventually I think the dog has become part of the family and, um, you know, actually gives comfort to the kids and even myself at times. So this respect for the earth and to be connected to the earth, I think is very grounding and calming. And for me, when I go out to empty the the compost bucket, I often pull out a few weeds and just that touching the ground to me is very earthy. All right, now in someone's timeline, it's coming up age 5, 11. Now, it may not be the same person. 15, 18, 22, 29. Great. And there's some resentment stuck in there. Okay, age 36, 39. And 42. Okay, a little bit more in the structure again. This is coming up in the feet now. Uh, in the left foot. Alright, now, I'm just going to look up that feeling, buried alive, never die, little reference guide, and I'm just going to look up the feet. So, feet are about not liking the direction you're going, fear of the future, and fear of stepping forward in life. Left foot's fear of spiritual direction and right foot's fear of physical and material direction. So there's spiritual direction. Okay, and we might just plug in an oil. Uh, so Roman chamomile. Okay. Okay, so uh, Roman chamomile I think helps calm us and help us to get on with 
you know, what we have to do in life. So it's the oil of spiritual purpose. So I think the more that we can um, try and come back to that heart and, and that heart's connection to uh, to the universe and to operate from the heart, I guess almost like the, the light comes in through the seventh chakra and we use our intuition and our voice and our heart to express, you know, what it is that we need to do in life and how we're going to connect to people. And... For me, sometimes the balance is hard too, like financially, trying to keep the balance between staying in faith, that the money will come in and that you will be okay and being, you know, fearful that it won't. So I know as soon as I step into fear, it's worse. So I I cannot afford, literally, to step out of faith or I'm really stuck. So, you know, trusting and giving yourself time to be the best that you can is also involved in in this keeping balance. The other thing I wanted to uh, communicate too is sometimes we do get stuck and like myself, I go and get regular help. So if you're feeling stuck or if you want a little bit more clarity, um, I do have like a free, you know, 15, 20-minute call that you can join in or schedule. Um, so if you go to uh, calendly.com forward slash Tanya Ormsby forward slash clarity call, then you can book in a time with me and we can have a chat about, you know, what it is that you that you're stuck on or where you want to go and to see, you know, how I can help you if I can. And there's like no you know, there's no strings attached. If if we, I feel we could work together, I might invite you, but otherwise it's just a really good time to have someone talk to you on that level. Not very often do we have people talk to us about what we really want and about you know where we're going in life. And so I'd love to offer you that space to be able to do that and to be able to communicate with you on that deeper level. So let me know if you're that that calls you and I hope you have a wonderful day what's left of it and we're just beginning ours here and I'll leave that with you so see you